everyone. Welcome back to Truth or Her podcast. I am Tina Tesh. I'm Martin Tesh. And I am a salon owner and stylist for over 20 years. And I'm here sharing my knowledge and wisdom of how to become a successful stylist and salon owner. Yeah. In our forever changing industry. Yeah. Um, so welcome back. Yeah. It looks like we took a week off because yep. uh, we had to, we went to Florida. Yep. Had a nice down. little anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yes. Happy anniversary, honey. Eight, eight years married. Yep. Together for 10. Yep. It's been pretty fun ride. I love you. It's been great. I love you too. Yep. So, it's, you know, you guys, we, um, I have a new salon located in Jana Point, California, new brand. And you kind of know the story from listening to the other uh, previous episodes. Um, so this one, I want to talk about, I'm, I'm calling this podcast, which is very, very important to me, um, this topic. I'm calling it taking action. So taking action means taking action of what you want from your life. Um, are you a go-getter? Or are you waiting for handouts of clients from salon owners or from people? Which one are you? Yep. So elaborate. So there's a lot of people that I guess come into a salon and don't want to do all the legwork. They don't want to do the legwork. And that is, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for failure. If you expect to go into a salon, any salon, whether it's a rental salon or a commission salon, and you're not working on building yourself because the narrative of a salon handing you clients when you go there, when you walk in and, and, and expect clients to be handed to you, that narrative, I'm sorry to tell you, is from 30 years ago. <laughs> and that has to change. It's a two-way street here. It depends on what salon model you're in. For example, I have a rental salon. And my salon is full, by the way, which I'm totally, totally grateful to have a full salon of amazing hairstylists. And I have the best team of hairstylists I probably ever had in my career. And this is my second salon. And I had a big one for 17 years. And that was a good one too. But this one is like really, really good because I've changed and I've grown into a better leader and a better business owner. And just I've just gained wisdom throughout the years of, of owning salons. So just recently, let, let's take it back the last six months. I've had so many stylists reaching out to come work in my salon, whether it's running a chair or want to be commissioned. I don't offer commission spots anymore. I'm strictly rental. And I, my assistants are employees, which I developed to grow into chairs. And they call me up and, or they Instagram me. And you have to have a clientele to work in my salon, no matter what, right? In a rental salon. Or you can, you can have a little bit of clientele just to kind of get going and then build once you get into a salon. So people reaching out and my first words are question is, do you have a clientele? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You have rent to pay, you have bills to pay, you have like personal bills mm. to pay, you have like product. I mean, you know, it's like, we're, then that I don't understand that just, I guess gets me every time. Cause I'm like, okay, like you gotta come with something. And, you know, I've seen stylists with no clientele come 
and they've worked for me in the past and they, and they pay their chair rental fee and man, they're good. They built really, really fast. But the days of going into a salon, thinking a salon's going to hand you all these clients, those days are done, right? Mm-hmm. What, and what do you think? What have you seen like the last, you know, like 10 years? Mm. So to me, when you go to a salon, maybe you should have a little bit of a clientele that you can contribute to the salon and that way the salon owner can contribute back to you kind of, you know, give and take kind of thing. Yeah. Like a two way street. Not just come in there and go, okay, I'm here ready to work. Give me, hand me clients. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. I don't even know you. I didn't do any social media. I didn't call any friends. I didn't do anything. Just hand me people. Yeah. I get a lot of that and I don't know where, where that comes from. Like, for example, like now that we're a rental salon, um, the girls pay a flat rate and they're, they're established and, and if they have a slow week or whatever, we all, we all get slow weeks and I get people from the front desk that call up and I gladly give to my renters where a lot of salons don't do that. A lot of rental salons owners will take every walk in every call in. they'll take it all for themselves. Because in a rental salon, you don't have, the owners don't have to give you anything. And if they give to you, be grateful, be joyous, be grateful to work for that owner. Cause that is not the way it is. I am like that with my girls because they're very talented and they're very good. And they've been with me a very long time. You've got to take action. This is what this is about because no one is going to hand it to you. No one's going to hand you anything. And prove yourself, you know, if you're starting in a new salon, show up, be on time, you know, be on brand, um, and, and, and do be, be a team player. I think if you come into a salon too, you should have a nice, you know, portfolio and you should, yeah. an Instagram, like, I mean, that kind of is your portfolio these days. That's your online portfolio, but you as the owner need to know how to delegate you know, walk-ins and call-ins and things like that. So it's important to know each stylist's strengths and weaknesses. Um, And that's what I'm talking about. Like, so if you're in a salon, like for me, for example, I'm a rental salon and I take, so everyone's established and I'm booked. I'm booked all the time. So if someone finds us on like Instagram, any form of social media, or they call up and I'm not able to do that client, I'm going to, I consult with a client or I'm going to book that client with who I know is really good at doing the service and is able to retain that client. Cause at the end of the day, I still have a brand. Yeah. Cause if somebody, if somebody comes there and let's say it's good or bad, they'll leave a comment like on Yelp or Google or whatever. And it goes under the Bushy brand yes. name. Yep. So it, at the end of the day, it's still very important that the person that you refer, refer that person to whatever stylist you refer that to is going to have to do a great job. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. It's your brand. Yep. And like, if you're starting out a new salon, like we've talked about mentoring, getting into a salon, finding a good mentor. And it's not up to your mentor when you get on the floor to start, to start giving you clients. Hmm. Cause I think that's where that the shift starts to happen with relationships. It's a two way street because the mentor is working and investing in you. And yes, you are investing back into the salon that you're at. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I I do I do a year program, a year to two year program. And no, they're not assisting the entire 
they do hair and then they assist. They're, they're, they're probably assisting a lot for the first year. And then the second year, I'm like, hey, okay, let's let's go. Let's let's do this dance of where you're doing like now you're building a clientele. Now you're you're ready. Now you don't need to be with me as much. Now it's time to go on your own. So, but when that starts to happen, it's a two-way street. That stylist needs to start promoting themselves from the beginning, from the time you start working at that salon. Mm-hmm. It's 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 to, for you to to step back and think, oh, the owner is gonna give me all these people. No, 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 that's not the way it goes. It's two ways. If there is an influx of clients and you're good at that job, which my girls are really good at, at that level, you know, and after a year or two, they're ready to rock and roll. Then I give them clients, but they also have to be promoting and working on their social media the, the entire time and promoting themselves wherever they go to bring clients into the salon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, there's such a thing as, um, you know, customer acquisition costs to get like nerdy about it, but you figure all the money that you pay every month for your website, the hosting, the Shopify, the podcast hosting, um, everything from your business license to your rent to everything. And so people that call up or walk in, that's all part of the acquisition costs of trying to get a client. Mm Mm-hmm. And getting a client is gold. Yep, absolutely. Yes, yep. So if that person walks in the door and is like handing you their business, you know, that that belongs to you. You spent all that money to acquire that client. That didn't happen by accident. So it's, it's by your reputation. It's by your advertising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? Online presence. Everything. Quality all the work, Instagram. Products, all, yep. Yes. So on your end, you're taking a lot of action. Yep. And you could keep that client and just book the client down the road some. But you really try and distribute those clients out to the people that are most talented in whatever area they're needed. Mm-hmm. And some salons, some rental salons would probably like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing that. They're, they're their own business. Yeah, they are their own business. But at the end of the day, they're, they're like tenants. They're renting space for me. They buy their own products. They... They have their own credit card fees. They do their own booking. They have their own phones. They do everything on their own. Yes, I understand. But at the end of the day, I want to keep my stylist with me, keep them paying rent, keep them being successful in my salon. That's why I give. I have always been a giver. Yeah. I, I give a lot to the people that I know are going to retain the client because I do want what's, what's, what's best for the client. Yeah. But if you're in a salon and you're building a clientele, you know, and it's not going as fast as you want it to go, who's to blame here? Is it the salon owner or is it the stylist? That is the question at the end of the day. Whose fault is it? Yeah, it's not No the, one's fault. It's not the, well. It's not the owner's it's fault. It's not the owner's fault, but. You have to promote yourself. Yeah. That's the entire point of being a stylist. And when you start building that reputation and people start coming in, it's, it's the, it, you're still, it, you're still growing. You're just, it starts to like multiply like your clientele. Yeah where you probably don't even really, once you get going, your work will speak for itself. Yeah. So taking action, taking action, you need to take action for the life that you want. You can't wait on anybody to hand it to you because no one's going to hand it to you. I don't care where you're at, where you live. No one is going to handle, hand you, a, a, you know, hundreds of clients. I mean, I maybe they'll give you a little bit, but then you get going, you bring some in, they give you some, like it's that, it's that two-way street, like I said. That's like the, a great relationship. 
And like, like for me, I see, oh my God, this person's like bringing people in. I'm going to give them some people. This person's really working their social media really, really like it's that, it's that give and take. But if you think you're going to come into my salon, ride on the coattail, my coattail of the, the place I built and, and the name I built, and I'm just going to hand you all these clients, not happening. Mm. I don't know any salon out there that would do that. But I don't know why that expectation is out there still. Yeah. And I'm willing to help people. If you come in and you do the work and you're like, like I said earlier, and we're talking about rental, we're talking about a rental salon right now. Mm -hmm. And and then you're paying your rent and you're really going, 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 and you're showing up and you're doing great hair. I mean, I have no problem. Like, here you go. And our price point in our salon is, is very, very high. So the quality of the work has to back that price, but I don't give it right away. It takes me time to get to know the stylist, get to know the work, get to know the. Obviously you're at a very high level and so you can charge what you deserve, but a lot of people can't come in and charge the same prices as you. So the, yeah, they're gonna have to work their way up because of the brand and the salon and what we've put into that salon you know, you still have a high Love dollar it. amount on yep. that service. Absolutely. That's why I hire quality. I hire I really yeah, good you, quality. You have good people in there. I'm so grateful. Yeah. So my previous salon was a rental salon for 17 years. And then my new brand, when I first opened it in 2021, I was an employee model for a little bit. And then last December I pulled the plug on that and now I'm, I'm a rental salon. So I bring assistants in underneath me, I develop them and then they go to a chair and I grow, I grow a lot of really, I've grown a really a lot of successful, turned a lot of them into successful stylists. So, but the point of this here, this, this podcast really is this episode is you've got to go for what you want. You've got to go out. You've got to go get it because no one's going to give it to you. That's, is that anything in life? No one's going to, no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to make you the best hair colorist. No one's going to make you the best extension artist. You have to be, you have to create that for yourself. You have to invest in education. You have to invest in yourself. You got to go out there. You got to work your social media. You got to get people coming in education online, finding an educator to, to that, where you can drive to a, a, to a salon, another salon and take an education class in their salon. Okay. And investing, getting and 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 educate and education is very expensive nowadays. But um, there are online mentors out there that tell you how to make your money back from all that. But I'm here just to tell you that invest in your education. That's what's going to like really throw you over the the hump. There's tons of education through Instagram. A lot of like influencers, Instagram successful stylists, salon owners on Instagram. There is our your local. Um, beauty store that has oh yeah education brands that you carry global Breck and Schwartz cough whatever that may be that's out there they off they offer lots of um, education so you just go you just really invest in yourself but these people usually don't have I mean they're young probably young kids they probably don't have that much money so they got to keep forking out money for classes yep, and those classes aren't cheap but correct that's what I was saying education is expensive yeah. but if they scale their business right that education will pay off down the road. Invest, don't be afraid. Invest in yourself. Spend the money. Yeah, invest in yourself. Education is going to set you guys over over the edge. I mean, you've been doing hair for how many years now? God, you guys. 
a long time. <laughs> Do you think you like got it down the no, whole bonding I'm, thing? You're no, still learning. I'm still learning, you guys. I the day I always and I tell my girls this in the salon. The day that I stop learning is the day I'm hanging up my yeah. my scissors. I'm I will be done. I am learning every day. Yeah. So you've never you'll like never arrive. You always are learning. Always learning. There's always things changing. Yep. Constantly have to be educating yourself on the like the latest techniques and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. So you just have to take, I think what I'm trying to say is you have to take action for the life you want and don't set and wait and just expect people to, to, to do things for you. And if they tell you, I'm going to make you this, I'm going to give you that, I da, 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 I would be very hesitant. I would be very like questionable if you go work at a place like that. And I'm sure there's like salons out there that are super busy, tons of walk-ins. I'm sure that that there's a, there's a lot of those out there, but a lot of those might have like a walk-in system, you know, where this stylist gets this walk-in or the next stylist gets just like a rotation, we call it. Um, but at the end of the day, that only goes so far too. Cause if there's 20 hairdressers in there, you gotta wait for 20 calls for your name to come up. But don't sit and wait, guys. Go out and get it for you. Create the life you want. Create the financial life you want. Create the freedom that you want, that you desire. Yeah. Because this is an amazing industry, and I'm and I love it every day. It's my passion. Take action. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. Put it in your life tomorrow. Put it in your life immediately. Take action of your life. Things will change. DM me, email me, whatever. I want to know if taking action in your career is working for you. Work, work on your goal, whatever that goal is. If you're a five-day-a-week hairdresser and you want to go down to two to three, take action. Give yourself a timeline, like six months to a year. What you want, you want like five clients a day in your chair. Take action of how to get that, how to make that happen for you. Like posting on Instagram. Do your TikTok, Facebook, whatever that looks like for you. Do that. Work on it. Like, because if you do it little by little by little, you, you get closer and closer and closer to your goal of whatever you want in life. Look, there's people everywhere. People are clients. Mm-hmm. Clients will be in your chair. It, there's opportunity everywhere yeah. around you. So taking action is like like doing the work, like like moving, like get going. Don't be lazy. Put in the work, do the work. Don't be lazy. Yep. Yes. You know, so, I, there's times where, I mean, I've worked like, you know, a long day and Martin will tell you, and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But I, I post, I post on our salon page, not really for me to get new clients, but to grow my brand, grow my brand as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I, I do it. I mean, I, I, I do it no matter how tired I am, but I'm, I am the kind of person where I always take action because why I want results. By taking action, my friends, you get results. As we end today's podcast, our fourth podcast, Take Action, I want to challenge you. I want to, I want you to go into the salon after you listen to this, and I want you to take action in your career, take action in your life, take action, whatever that looks like, write down your goals, get some content, try it. And I guarantee you will have results. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. I challenge you to do this and I promise you're going to get results. You're going to get the results you want. Thank you guys so much. I'm Tina Tesh, salon owner in Dana Point, California and a stylist for over 25 years. Yeah. Tune in next week. Yeah. Tune in next week. Have a great day.
day, everyone. Have a great day. Have a, we'll see you uh, next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.